Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. We welcome back to the show my good friend, David McCormick, who is Republican candidate for the Senate in Pennsylvania. David's former CEO of a big investment firm. He's a Bronze Star recipient for his Gulf War service. He also is a former Undersecretary of the Treasury. Uh, thank you, David. Hello. How are you? Hey, Larry. How are you? We're doing great. Um, I just want to float something real quick. I don't know if this has been an issue, but the great flap in Florida with uh, Walt uh, Disney Corporation opposing the uh, parents' education bill that Ron DeSantis promoted. And uh, Disney uh, opposed that, defended gays, which really wasn't the issue. Don't say gay, that was never the issue. I'm just looking at a breaking news here. Disney has fired its PR person. It's fired its PR person. I'm not really sure that's going to solve all their problems. Uh, They lost their special tax status, as you know, Governor DeSantis piled right on. I think DeSantis is basically right, but they, he he has fired. On the other hand, that's the good news. He's fired it. The bad news is they've replaced it with a woman who helps sell Obamacare. <laughs> that's a bad sign, Larry. Bad sign. <laughs> that's not a good leading indicator. Her name is uh, Christine Shockey, I think, if I'm saying it right, uh, who will now lead the communications effort before Disney. Uh, Shockey held roles leading uh, President Biden's uh, President Biden's COVID-19 vaccine education program and also worked for the Obama White House uh, selling Obamacare. So I don't know. <laughs> this is jumping from the what from the frying pan back into the fire. Anyway, I thought DeSantis was basically right to take on Disney head on, didn't you? I did. I I absolutely did. And I think, uh, you know, I think what's happening there is just indicative of a much broader uh, sort of uh, trend towards wokeness within corporations. And it's also it's also an example of where this whole transgender ideology, particularly as it relates to kids, is becoming, I think, a big problem. And I think the governor uh, was right to take it on. I think Disney completely uh, misplayed how it handled it. And, uh, you know, this issue's come up in Pennsylvania. A number of times. It's sort of the two issues you've raised because, um, you know, uh, my opponent in the campaign is uh, Mehmet Oz, and uh, he had been a a really a a big advocate. He had had a whole show in July of 2015, July 22nd, where he had the entire thing about transgender kids and transgender transitions for children, which which, as you know, are uh, are decisions that can be made that are irreversible. And um, and that's a big issue in Pennsylvania where people. People certainly don't want teachers involved in those decisions, and they want to be really be careful with kids who, you know, aren't even old enough to, to uh, you know, to figure out which shoes to wear to school, making irreversible decisions about their gender. So I think um, I think this is a broader thing, and I think uh, Governor was right. I heard that that you basically won the debate you just had. Yeah, I, I, I think I did well, and uh, you know, listen, uh, debates are about contrast. 
And so I spent uh, my time in the debate talking about two things. I spent a lot of time talking about uh, the people of Pennsylvania and the, and the issues and how my background is a guy who you know, served in combat and uh, gone to West Point and then ran a business in Pennsylvania that created 600 jobs. I talked a lot about that and how that was relevant to the issues of the, of the day, which is, you know, better than anybody, Larry, are the economy and energy policy and the border and so forth. But then I spent time also on, uh, on, on Mehmet Oz, and I essentially just had gone back through his 20 years of, of TV and radio person. He's a big media personality, as you know. And I couldn't find a single example of where he had advanced a conservative idea or a conservative cause. And instead, there was a whole history of him being someone that was pro-choice and not, uh, not, not in support of life, someone who had been for a series of, of gun restrictions and gun laws on his TV program and in his columns, someone who had been anti-fracking, uh, had advocated for a ban in Pennsylvania uh, consistent with what was done in New York, a ban on fracking. As you know, Larry, fracking is really absolutely critical to, to Pennsylvania. Been someone who had supported Obamacare. And so rather than, uh, rather than argue about it, I just kept going to the specific show. And I'd say, well, uh, Mehmet, on uh, you know, October 13th, 2014, you advocated a ban on fracking. Can you tell us about that? And, uh, and I think it was good because he didn't have good answers. And the reason he didn't have good answers was because he is a liberal and uh, had been a Hollywood liberal and, uh, and has flip-flopped on all these issues when he decided to run for the Senate. And I, I ended uh, that with, uh, by saying, uh, you know, unfortunately, Mehmet, the problem for you is that there's no miracle cure for flip-flopping, which was, uh, which was a, a good line that got a lot of people's attention. Yeah, I don't understand. My former boss, uh, Donald Trump, endorsed uh, Oz. But Oz is not a conservative. I mean, I think that's pretty much coming out. And I, I guess you're drawing this out time and time again. Um, you are a conservative. I mean, I'm going to give you the Kudlow conservative imprimatur. You are a conservative. <laughs> I mean, you're for lower taxes. You're for lower regulations. I mean, how can Oz be opposed to fracking at a moment when we absolutely need to return to the Trump policies of energy independence and um, developing more oil and gas to bring down gasoline prices. That's the part I didn't understand about President Trump. I didn't talk to the president about it. I let it go. I don't want to get involved in it. Uh, but I, you know, how are you dealing with the Trump endorsement? Well, as you know, Larry, I, I, um, I know uh, President Trump pretty well. And uh, I have a, I think I have a great relationship with him. And my, my wife, Dina, who's a, who's a friend of yours, was his deputy national security advisor, served with you. So, you know, we are pro-President uh, Trump. And, and in particular, we're pro his policies, which you were a big part of, the America First agenda, um, the economic policies, making permanent the, the, the Trump tax cuts, the deregulation that uh, took place under the president's leadership. Uh, the energy, you know, not only independence, but dominance. And that's that's so important for our country, but it's it's also so important for Pennsylvania. That's really the key to Pennsylvania's economic future, because that fracking um, not only is a great economic boost, but it then leads to all sorts of, of other manufacturing jobs that come to Pennsylvania. I was just at the big cracker facility in Beaver County in Pennsylvania, 600 new jobs that are directly a result of the energy industry uh, in the plastics manufacturing uh, area. And then the border policies of President Trump, I mean, what we see on the border is an absolute uh, disaster 
And it's really killing Pennsylvanians because of fentanyl abuse and the crime that's coming into our sanctuary cities. So I'm a big advocate of President Trump. And, pre- and for those reasons, Larry, President Trump is very popular in Pennsylvania. So uh, with his endorsement, um, what we see is that Mamadaz isn't popular. And I, my guess is, you know, they've had a long-standing relationship and uh, friendship, and I, I certainly respect that. But Mamadaz does not line up with the conservative values of Pennsylvanians. And I do. Um, I do for all the reasons you've said. Um, I, I grew up there. I worked there. I created jobs there. And I've been a conservative all my life. And that's why I've been you know, proud not only to have your uh, uh, support, as you just said, but also uh, you know, Bob Lighthizer, who is your good pal and mm-hmm. led the, 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 the Trump trade agenda. And Mike Pompeo, was, uh, in, he was in Pennsylvania uh, last week and did a, a big uh, event for me and has, has been a big supporter and a big, uh, a big endorser, and, and Mike Huckabee, who was here uh, yesterday. So I have a whole long list of conservatives, everybody from Brandon Judd, who's president of the Border Patrol, to Rick Santorum, as you know, a great social conservative, to a lot of senior leaders in the Trump administration who really led the Trump America First agenda. And uh, I'm proud, proud to have all that support. In the end, Pennsylvanians will decide who is best for Pennsylvania and best for America. And uh, I feel good about it. I feel like I need to just keep focusing on telling my story, making sure the contrast is clear. And uh, I think this will end up in a good place. You know, if I were President Trump, I wouldn't want to incur the wrath of one Dina Powell McCormick. Man, I wouldn't want to mess with that. Holy cow. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> she is a great la- she's a great lady. She's an old yeah, friend. Well. I mean, how can you go against Dina? Forget David McCormick. How can you go against Dina Powell McCormick? Can't do that. My Lord. Well, listen, When's uh, the- Dina, Dina, as you know, <laughs> Dina's, lived, Dina's lived the American dream, Larry. She's a, she's lived the American dream. Was proud to serve in in uh, in, in the White House, and uh, and uh, and I've been on her the bad side of her wrath before, so I certainly try to avoid that. And uh, you know, the great thing about Dina is she has uh, been nothing. I mean, you know, she uh, worked hard to convince me not to do this, but once we decided to do it, she has been an incredible partner in every way. Well, she's a great lady. When's the primary, David? Primary is May seventeenth. So mm-hmm. we're going down the home stretch here. I'm in Chester County today. I just left Rams Diner, <laughs> where we had a diner full of enthusiastic McCormick supporters, and uh, I'm headed to a barbecue, uh, and then uh, later tonight uh, an event in Delaware County. So uh, it's uh, it's just full steam ahead every day, uh, working my way across Pennsylvania. There's it's, it's a big state, 67 counties, and uh, I've got about 20,000 miles on the pickup truck already, Larry. And uh, listen, there's still time left if you want to get. If you want to get a spot here in the pickup truck for someday and meet Pennsylvanians, we can work you in. I'm going to, I would do it only if Dina drives the pickup <laughs> truck. That's the only way I would possibly do well, it. Well, you don't want to drive with her, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, this was David McCormick again. He's running for the Republican Senate nomination uh, in Pennsylvania. He is a genuine conservative. He is supportive of the Trump agenda. He is a Bronze Star recipient for his Gulf War service, a former Undersecretary of the Treasury, immensely qualified. Good luck in the primary, David. Come hard down Thank the home you. stretch. Thanks Thank for coming you, on the if, show. If, if your viewers, if your viewers or your listeners rather want to learn more about me, they can go to DaveMcCormickPA.com. 
And uh, I'm always grateful to have time with you. So thank you, sir. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.